1: Hey, what's going on? You are listening to Tags Podcast, a.k.a. Talk About Gay Sex. I'm your host, Steve Rodriguez, alongside my co-host, Jeremy Ross Lopez. How are you?
2: I'm well. How are you?
1: Great, great. And sitting alongside with us, joining us today, is Lincoln. I'm how are back. you? I'm back. I'm becoming
3: a constant.
1: You I like are. It. You are. Yay. We'll keep you in bed with us. I this hope everybody threesome. likes it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Only keep... if
3: Peter can come. Oh, yeah. Peter always comes. <laughs> (laughs)
1: By the way, um, your boyfriend, Peter, is in our studio audience today, and we love Peter. I love his hat today. He's the best. Yes, is that a cool hat? Yes, it's yes, good. really cool. It's the Jay-Z line. Let's I love talk. it, I love it. Um, so this is episode 130, and I just wanted to make some announcements that, A, December 14th, we are going to be at where I get my haircut, Barba. Mm-hmm. Barba here in New York City is sort of this hybrid of a hair salon and a barber shop that my, the guy that cuts my hair, Xavier, Uh, Created And I love the concept, the fusion And it's such a fun barber shop It's cool,
2: it's chic, it's pretty And
1: so we thought it would be fun to do sort of our Christmas episode there And record at a barber shop at at 2 o'clock on December 14th It's going to be great And it reminds me of those films, Barbershop Yes, totally, those were so fun Right Which of course, take note from real barber shops Mm -hmm. around the world Everywhere you go, I remember when I lived in LA, I went to like barbershops in just various parts. Mm -hmm. I love the barbershops in New York here, certainly, where you in Harlem, they're like really great. And I thought barbershops, hair salons are all about you know yakking away about shooting the breeze gossiping totally you know this one has a lot of fun boys i think we're gonna have a good time it's gonna
3: be great i get my cut by my hair cut by him also he's awesome he's a great guy
1: he is really good yeah um it got me thinking too so december 14th if you are in new york city we're gonna uh from two o'clock two to three we're gonna be recording come say hi come have a drink with us We'll be in the window at Barba on 19th Street in Chelsea. It'll be a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. But it got me thinking about other barber shops. And there's this guy, Brandon Currington, that you, Jeremy, and I found on Twitter before. And he is a naked barber, really hot out in Atlanta. Yeah. And I kind of want to get him on the show. Well, I want to get him for other reasons. But he's <laughs> super hot. He cuts hair naked in the nude And I don't know Isn't that kind of hot He's cool I've actually met him
3: twice He's a really nice guy So
1: we have an in Is what you're saying
3: I wouldn't oversell it But he is a really nice guy Yeah I've met him I believe I love how we're talking Jeremy offline (laughs) In in this one over (laughs) here I didn't know I believe I met him At Mm M.A.L. One year (laughs) But I definitely met him And he was very cool Did you get your hair cut Your pubic hair No we talked about Cutting my hair But that did not You didn't uh, get that far I didn't get that far Or that far In any other way either But he's a really nice person.
1: He's adorable. Yeah. And is that his shtick, you think?
3: Yeah, it's like the naked chef for, you know... Right, exactly. We've had the naked chef on the show. We were talking last week about naked Jim in in (laughs) London. We were. Naked, naked, naked. Mm -hmm. You know, you put naked in front of it, look better naked. You know, there's many sayings that have capitalized on that.
1: I liked that slogan.
3: I love that slogan. It was an old Barton slogan.
1: Yeah. Jeremy and I were looking at some of his videos and in some of them he actually had... The client sitting in the chair naked as well, so I guess it's the whole thing. I'm just wondering if you maybe you know. And who knew we were had the source here in front <laughs> of us? But is it like a regular salon? I mean, obviously well, there's not like windows and you're walking by. I believe on- he's a traveler,
3: and that and we met in passing, and our our conversation has happened like on through Instagram or Facebook or something like that since that event. So I okay. don't actually know. Florida, right? Isn't that where you base Atlanta? Atlanta, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and yeah.
2: it looks private. I mean, wherever it looked, it like, would that, have to be that studio it would looks have private. To be. No windows. It's not going to be in a window. Yeah, right. Yeah, I think it's kind of hot because it is hot. Well, the funny thing
1: is, Jeremy, you told me a long time ago that was one of your fantasies. Well,
2: yeah, because everywhere that I go uptown, I mean, there's so many hot guys at them always. I mean, even when I go at any time of the day, I've tried to. I've told you I try to lean towards the morning because at night they all like party and have coronas and oh. blasting music and shit. his
1: whole concept, he likes all the Dominican guys and the ones But uptown. I want like my
2: haircut and I want you to pay attention to like actually doing my hair and sometimes they get like in their conversations and like their baby mama's around or just like and it gets a lot of extra up the, so the fade I, now i go at like 9 30 in the morning when there's no <laughs> music <is> a strategy <laughs> yeah i love it <laughs> <laughs> no music no drinks and i Maybe just bring get them like, like a out. coffee just so they're awake too so no, in case he they didn't get, party too he, much the night before he always comes with coffee okay Aww. okay bustello what's that Cafe Bustelo? You're kidding me, right? I don't know that. It's so good. It's so good. good.
3: We treat Bustelo every... What is Bustelo? Did you see the musical Rent? Remember who brings Bustelo to the...
1: I don't know what it is. We'll, okay. Real quick, tell me. Tell it's me just a,
3: a, a, a I Latin think it's a dark roasted coffee. Oh, okay. Does that make sense? Yeah. There's, there's actually a Café Bustelo in Miami. There used to be. And there might be one here in New York. It's the it's yellow
1: can. You would know it if you saw the one it. Thing, the funny thing about me, Lincoln, I love how um, our producer today, <laughs> <laughs> Peter. Studio, Peter, is showing me it. The one thing about me, Lincoln, is that you'll find every so often that I don't know certain things about, like I'm an airhead. All of a sudden everyone's looking at me like I'm crazy and I just skipped a few things every so often. And it's weird, but yeah, but glad to know it and I will check it out. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that would be a hot day. I had a thing with my barber once I met him out after, Mm -hmm. um, you know, the barber too. And he and his boyfriend And I told the story already on the show And he heard me tell it But I met them when they were not married They were dating And they don't go out much And real quick We had like this threesome Here in the the New York Eagle Nice I mean full on I do remember this Where the boyfriend was like assisting me Sitting on my my barber's (laughs) lap Wow And it wasn't Santa Claus (laughs) (laughs) bitch (laughs) Anyways, but we, and I told the story later that going the next time, I was a little bit like, is this going to be weird? And, but no, we were both. It was fine, right? No, you're we, adults. We were, yeah, come come on, we were we, I told him that I was even going to talk about it on the show. Yeah. He, he couldn't wait to hear it and tell his oh, boyfriend. And so yeah, I will remind him of that. But anyway, <laughs> wrapping that up, December 14th at Barba. If you're going to be here, uh, check us out. Come Naked. Come naked, yeah. Maybe we could get Xavier to have an area in, in the barber shop you to fulfill knows. your fantasy, Jeremy. Oh, yeah, yeah, I think that could be hot uh, in the middle of the afternoon, in the middle of the, in the winter.
3: He actually has a little back private air,
1: anyway. he does, yeah, he does. Yeah, it's that could work. Hey, and don't forget, you can become a Patreon member and get extra special sexy perks. Go to patreon.com forward slash talk about gay sex. But anybody can go and we do these weekly polls. And this week's poll, we want you to weigh in and we'll report back next week on the findings on our poll. But the first one is we want to know about lubricants, right? And you were helping me think of this.
3: So what I was thinking was, let's do a choice of lubricant, whether it's water-based silicone, spit, or none?
1: How about Crisco? (laughs) Well, sure.
3: You could do that. You could do five. You know, or fill it. Listen, I was talking to someone recently who's doing... Um, like a CBD oil made with oh, coconut oil. Yes. So you use coconut oil and marijuana and you slow cook it down and that becomes your lube. So and holistic. he said it was amazing. Sure. My friend uses
2: coconut oil so and we, he can loves we, that.
3: Can we put like a comments in there, like yeah, do so an other and then let people fill it out? Because I'm going to go check it and see what other people are doing. And
1: by the way, if you have a favorite brand that you all like, (laughs) let us know. Yeah, That's a good one. Because we will reach out to them
2: too. Oh, I just talked about that with one of our close friends when we were, he was asking me questions because he's going on vacation out of town. And his friend asked him, can you get me this? huge jumbo size silicone lube Ooh. and he sent me the picture of it and he, at, he doesn't, he didn't know about the brand and it's my favorite and it's what I use. And I said, it goes a long way. What was the what brand? Is it? It's wet platinum, the black oh, bottle. You Ooh. like wet platinum. And I like that the best. It, never you, heard of it. you barely have to use any of it and it, but it ruins your sheets. Ruins. <laughs> like <laughs> the original to, Eros
3: oh. was the best and I can only buy it in Berlin. Uh, the last time I was in Berlin, I don't think I purchased it, but the original Eros was the best. do you
1: love Europe? They get away with so much. Nothing more than
3: we better
1: do. than spit. Yo, right. Not to. Not spit to. Spit does dry up though. Tilt the scale, but. And we'll have one more uh, poll on whether you like poppers or not, and if you have a brand or not. All of it will be on the Patreon page. You can see the poll, but we'd we're love interested to hear so from to you. Wait, wait, I have a quick yeah. question.
3: So whether you're a Patreon or not, you can participate in the
1: poll? Thank you for the clarification. Because uh, I didn't understand yes. what you said. Yes, you can. And while you're there, check out the various tiers that you can get some extra special sexy perks. Mm-hmm. Um, but do our poll. It'll be fun. And then we'll report back and see what your fellow listeners are Yeah, we're are interested doing. to know. Absolutely.
2: Maybe we'll add Ask them too at Barba.
1: Oh yes, yeah. No, we gotta would, make it sexy yeah, when we totally. do that
2: b- broadcast. That'll be a lot of fun, definitely. Cool.
1: I wanted to talk about dating. Just we keep talking about dating all the time on this show, mm-hmm. and I think I told the story recently that I went on a date. And I before I went on vacation, and then I came back and went oh, on the right. second day. Oh, that's right. So, to ra- to and where did of, you meet him? So, because I <laughs> I that
3: was the key to the story, right? I yes. met him
1: at Jockstrap Wednesdays here in New York City, and I, I just to refresh everyone's memory, I it was Jockstrap Wednesdays, and I was looking down at this guy in this little nook of a corner in the mm-hmm. bar, and I could see all these guys going down on this guy who had a huge thick cock, and I was like, oh. I, need pushing every, I like was cock-blocking everybody to get down on it to have my turn, and lo and behold, I did. But then I like sat next to him on... They have these little benches, and I sat next to him, and tr- he turned out we had a conversation, and mm-hmm. we started making out, and as the gays go, or some of us gays go, we went backwards and decided to go on a date after the fact. Went on that first date. It was lovely. And yeah. we had just shot our... Our TV a pilot, pilot. Nice. Yes. So I didn't really want to talk about that And I just wanted to like be brain dead And, mm-hmm. and it was it was nice mm-hmm. Well the second date He literally only talked about himself And I think he barely asked about me You know And mm-hmm. what is it with certain guys That they're so self-centered That they So much so And the way I know I'm right Is yeah. I got a text later that night That said I feel like I y- Jabbered away and only talked about myself. In which case, I ghosted him, and st- st- I, th- I was like, "Yeah, you did." Clearly agreeing. And, and I you th- really
3: ghosted him after he well, was no. honest about that.
1: I said, uh, "I, I didn't. I've, I've ghosted it. I think now, but I did respond the next day. Okay, so it was a little shady." But I don't want to challenge you with
3: that, but no. I think we all have a moment where maybe he was overly excited about sharing who he was with you. And then all of a sudden the night okay, was over. He, here's the thing. I don't know. I might here's be- the
1: thing. I had just got done that production that we all participated in, which was mm-hmm. like a big deal, right? Mm-hmm. His coworker, by the way, a female straight girl was more interested in the podcast. Cause I went to pick him up at his place of business mm-hmm. than he was. And But again, that first date I didn't really want to talk about all that. I was brain dead. But we did this whole production and then I went away to London and Edinburgh and Scotland. And so I felt like I kind of did some great stuff in the last or interesting things in the last couple weeks. He was talking about and here I am judging, but the two cars he has and putting detailing on his cars. And how he got pulled over because of he he detailed like the front part, which is illegal. You're not supposed to darken, I guess, the side windows, and Mm -hmm. he did anyway. And and I mean, it was sort of interesting. He was talking about the car show. I'm just not into cars. He doesn't drink. It was we just. I couldn't tell we weren't a match. Well, I think that's the better, the bigger. But I'm like, you can't. I felt like at least. Sometimes we all have ebbs and flows. I was in a high moment in my life, which I would love to share what was going on in my life. There's been other times where
2: it's been I think even if it's not a high moment, it's still annoying. Be interested in... Exactly. I still feel like even if you didn't fucking come back from London and you didn't shoot a pilot, it's still like, I swear, you do kind of have to notice when it's like a little dry on the other side. Yeah, when it's like did I come out by myself to speak to myself or am, is this like I'm sitting across from somebody else? The only forgiving grace though, is that he acknowledged it later <clears <Yeah>. <clears <throat> to me.
3: I, I you know does what I mean? Does that make it right though? <laughs> it makes it less wrong. <laughs> well,
1: okay. It's second date. Right? It makes it, does, it less wrong it to me. Okay. okay but what's the rest wrong? of this relationship going to be with on date two? He's only talking about himself. You know well, what I'm maybe saying? He felt
3: that you were interested in him maybe he felt that you um he talked a lot about himself the first time or he didn't tell you enough about himself the first time you know what i mean does that make sense um, and then the second date he decided to go full throttle i don't listen, know listen i have no vested interest in this and i think dating's really hard
1: here's my theory Period. just to wrap it up a little bit here, is I think that so many people, you know, we all, all interview people. We, you know, we talk to people. So I'm a communications major. I know you worked. Same. Same. And you
0: Right, exactly.
1: Jeremy, you also work in customer service. So Mm -hmm. there's a side of our built in anatomy or what we do in life that is naturally interested in other people. I think it's the way we should be in life. Mm -hmm. And I do think there's a gene missing in some men, a lot of men, I would argue. I talk with my sister a lot about this, that are so self-centered and they just don't have that ability to be aware and think of somebody else. I think and some of so them weird don't to care me. too.
2: That might be it. Oh, but as then well. if you're going to date, you need to care. Or no, you need I to know care that. with me.
1: I know. Yeah. And I, it's weird with me. I mean, I don't know, Lincoln. You know, we've got our studio audience, Peter here, <laughs> obviously, He's the best. and you have uh, Jeremy and I have talked about it. You have a very uh, grand, beautiful, big personality, but. I do. You're also a communications major, too. So. Well,
3: but I've also met someone that likes that about me. And I've met a lot of people throughout my life that would like me to just turn it down a little bit so they could shine a little bit more. Or could you just not be quite so big <laughs> in your personality? We need to make up
1: Peter over here. <laughs> I've heard that
3: a lot my whole life, and that has never been Peter's intention with me. He's like, bigger the better.
1: But the one thing I will say with you is you do care about, you always ask, you are naturally interested in other people and I'm, uh, Peter's nodding here and I'm assuming in those early dates that, you know, you were equally interested in what he did other than you didn't remember his name. Well, (laughs) I don't think it's always, uh, thank you for that. And so
3: many people have heard that story now (laughs) that we put that on a podcast, which makes me really happy. First of all, I don't think equal is the goal.
2: No. No,
3: I really don't. Because in my, in my past, I've always thought that was the goal. That we need to be into the same things. Mm-hmm. We need to equally have the same desires, either, even if they're on the opposite sides of the coin. That's like We unnatural. need to equally this, equally yeah. that, equally this. Absolutely not. Mm-hmm. Right. Peter is an adult. He is a man's man. Mm -hmm. He is not a talker. I am. When I talk, he's entertained and excited by it. When he talks, it's focused and more of an adult male man's perspective, which is very sexy to me. And we balance each other out. So the equality thing sometimes works against people, in my opinion.
2: I agree. I think listening is important, though, too. That's really, really the good part about communication is really getting... Some sort of feedback, you know what I mean?
3: And much like your date, to bring it full circle, there are definitely times in, we're about to hit our one year anniversary. Oh. And there have been times over the past year where a week goes by and I say, you know, I'm really sorry. This thing kind of consumed me. This has been all about me. How are you? And he's like, I'm fine. And I'm Mm -hmm. like, but no, really, I'm feeling like (laughs) I'm making this all my shtick, my story. And it's fine. Mm -hmm. It's great. Enjoy it. You should, is his response to me. So, but I have that self-checking quality about myself where I get back from doing something together and I go, I'm sorry. I made that all about me.
1: And he never apologized. Someone once told me, me, I think it was my sister, that you really need to know somebody for one year to... Because you need to see them through the seasons. Mm-hmm. And like you said, Lincoln, right now, things are going to come up with you in your career at a certain point or in family. Mm-hmm. And then things are going to come up in his world. Mm-hmm. And you want to see perhaps how they handle themselves in those times. The holidays, the of good, course. The good, the bad,
2: the ugly. Yeah.
1: And I think, but like you said, Jeremy, listening, mm-hmm. it doesn't really matter what kind of person personality you have. I think being a good listener... Mm-hmm. And just knowing that your partner is listening to you, whether it's a date or a boyfriend or a husband or a friend or a friend. Yeah, across
3: the board. And I will say, as I've gotten older, I will turn to my mother, my boyfriend, my friend and go, wait a minute. I am not in the right headspace to hear this right now. You just said something to me and I'm not. Getting yeah. it. So can we take a moment? Let me go have a cup of coffee or, you know, like, yeah. and now I'm in a better headspace. And let, because also my work and my life are very intertwined. So I don't, I, the bakery's always at the forefront of my mind. Teaching is always at the forefront. If I'm in the middle of that role and you're telling me something like you just had lunch with your cousin or you just got off the phone with your employee and I'm not focused, I want to own that I wasn't focused. Mm-hmm. So give me a second chance.
1: Right. But, or a third chance. But back to chance. what we started with, the dating, and if you're on your second date, these are good inclinations or signs of what's to come, correct? Wouldn't you agree? If you're on that date and they can't ask you really or be interested in one thing and it's all about them, and I, I go mean, back to it's like a guy thing. So I, many of my I'm kind of torn
2: with that because I feel like if, if it went a little bit better, you could give him another chance, but it doesn't sound like it's worth the third one. No. But if it was somebody else and it went how it went, there are, I think, times where you could really give another chance because he did admit it was all about him. I'm and still see, with that. Yeah, I agree. And see how maybe the third one is bomb and it's amazing and it's something different. But I guess it would have to do with the
1: sex. And this isn't a teaching moment for yeah. me. I don't have time to teach. I'm <laughs> like trying to, you know, yeah. I, I've got other things to do. I'm no, not, of course. You know what I'm saying? I, and
3: I also think that is a statement about your approach to dating where you are in your life at Mm, this time. Absolutely. If you're like, you know what? I'm not tolerating that I'm out. Yeah. Then be out. Mm -hmm. It it doesn't even matter what he did or did not do. You're just out. Mm -hmm. Right. And you're opening up the space for the right person to come in. I will say in the same sentence, life is long. And relationships with people are dynamic and not dynamic. So if it's meant to be, and you have another, or you see him out at the jockstrap party in a month,
1: and, and you I pick see up, that
3: dick, and exactly, and you pick <laughs> yeah, up the, that, you, might again, your mind. <laughs> you might change your mind, and and that's okay too. <laughs>
1: Exactly. Um, I don't know if you guys watched uh, Saturday Night Live this past weekend, but Harry Styles, the singer, was the host. And there was one skit that really caught my attention. It's caused a little bit of a controversy because they were doing a parody on Sarah Lee. Do you guys know, Lincoln, I know you know, as, a, as the protein bakery owner, what Sarah Lee is. It's kind of like the, the the dinosaur era of what you I didn't you know what it was. He did not know. You did not know what Sarah Lee was? So well I didn't know what that coffee thing was that you all were talking about. So Sarah Lee <laughs> So Sarah Lee, just for those people because maybe people don't really know, it was when I was growing up and way beyond before me, mm-hmm. it was a I think it was a frozen dessert and, and they made pound cakes and cheesecakes, and it was all, you know, preservative-filled. Is it
2: compared to, like, Duncan Hines, or no? No, it was
1: all bought in the grocery store. Oh, okay. Am I right?
3: Yeah, you are right, but then it it went further, and Sarah Lee actually had a cooking show on the Food Network. and she's That's her. That's Sarah Lee. That's the same thing. And she, she has, like, kind of a reputation of hitting the bottle from time to time, which is also kind of a funny thing. Yeah. So the fact that that was on Saturday Night Live is kind of a... A fun thing. She's also married to someone like a, a
1: celebrity. Oh, a big way or something yeah. like that? Well, for people that didn't see it, I know we, the three of us watched it. It was hilarious. It was. Harry Styles plays uh, an employee that is called into, I guess, the HR or marketing department. And he's responsible for social media for the Sarah Lee company. And somehow he gets his Instagram, his personal Instagram mixed up with the Sarah Lee Instagram. And... Just to sum it up, I think Out.com was saying something like, a messy bottom confuses his Instagram with his <laughs> his job. Millennial <laughs> and, like, humor. It's hilarious. He says, I'll post it on the site. Uh, you could watch it online. But the, he starts off with, there's a picture of Nick Jonas. And he writes, wreck me, daddy. As And Sarah Lee is posting this. <laughs> and then he says, destroy me, king. And then there was, I couldn't believe SNL was really going there because.
0: Baseball fans, Bet MGM is giving you the chance to win a prize every day during the baseball season. Step into the batter's box for Bet swing for the fences free to play game. Pick any area of the strike zone and take your best swing. If you get a single, triple or home run. There's nothing more exciting than going yard. So swing for the fences with the king of sports books. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. Must be 21 plus and present in Ohio. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards vary depending on the market and expire 24 hours from issuance. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park.
1: The reason I mention it is because I don't think Sarah Lee, the company, was too happy to see this Monday morning when they came into the office. And yeah. so I, I read a couple, you know, they were like, oh, this isn't good.
2: You think they can get sued after that? No, because it's...
1: It's just for yeah. you. Yeah. Uh, but at one point, there was one thing that he wrote as if he was having a... They said, at one point, you write in an Instagram post under Sarah Lee three... What are those things the, that are like the dick? Oh, the eggplants. Oh, three eggplants. I'm so bad with this stuff.
2: Then the, water, <laughs> the yes. water droplets, a train, and then a, and ghost. a, ghost. And a ghost. So <laughs> Jeremy, tell us what that meant. So then they, w- they were asking him, <laughs> so <laughs> what exactly is this? And it's all those emojis in a line. So it's, what was it training? No. Uh, an eggplant so dick me down to death Or like fuck, fuck my brains to death To death yeah, yeah fuck me to death And That's I didn't like, even put it together because I didn't I got the rest I got the train I kind of got, got the eggplants plants. yeah And the water droplets are Isn't always a sex rail
3: in there somewhere
2: Oh rail me rail yes, me, rail me to death that was it And what's the water again and the water droplets is like the cum. Oh, okay, I right. And uh, <laughs> rail me to
1: death. Yes, exactly. That's what it essentially. fucked me, you know. Fuck my brains out or something <laughs> like that. Right. And we were like, wow, they really, they really did went there. I mean, I was kind of like impressed with SNL that they. I am too. That the other thing that's like, funny about it's it
2: is Is when you're off, off when time. you are looking at Instagram and you're like, say for example, I've been on someone else's phone before and been scrolling through someone's Instagram that like I've. I either don't follow or whatever, and I'm like, oh, they're really cute, and I'm scrolling, and I'm like like five years before or something, and I like the picture, not being on my account, and then me. the person's pissed at me because it's theirs, and they're like, now I look like a stalker or something. Wait, it was like, I don't understand that. When you're on someone you're else's, on someone account, else's like, account, literally my friend's phone. They showed me something and then I start scrolling through who they follow (laughs) and liking random things, forgetting that it's not mine. Oh, my God. Have you ever
3: let someone like, here's my Scruff account, take a look. Have you ever let someone do that with your phone? I really... And all of a sudden they're liking guys because they're not even thinking about it.
2: I do that all the time because I find it fun when, like, for example, one of our good friends doesn't have any of the apps so I find it really interesting sometimes and amusing when we show him. go out to just show him who's in the area. And he'll scroll through it. He'll say some nasty shit to people to pretend that it's me. And I don't even care that much. <laughs> Still and, rude, and though. And it's Come fun on. I think it's funny, but... I'm just like, I, I blocked them after or something so that I'm like, not I want to say I
3: don't care about this stuff, but it's part of our going age. And I certainly don't um, follow things or look at who's following me. However, I do notice that I shaved my mustache and lost like six followers. And I was like, you really? Same with when I started putting pictures of me and Peter on. I lost a bunch of followers. Oh, so I yeah, can see that. that but that's at the same definite. time, my Instagram has been connected to my grinder and my scruff for the past five years. So if you're if that's the way you met me, and right. your intention is, oh, one day we're gonna hook up hook up or have at a date or do fantasy. something, and all of a sudden now I have a boyfriend and you're out, you're out. Which is I, I just found that more funny. I've also I have certain friends that don't wanna talk to me as much when I shave.
1: It's weird. So interesting you would mention that. The facial thing is like a real thing and crazy. And it's I could thing. barely grow three hairs on my face. The <laughs> little mustache caterpillar thing that I have going on <laughs> every once in a while.
3: It's very well done and it looks great on you. So let's Thank not you. Like, reduce date, that to a pre-butterfly.
1: We'll but we did the shoot and I decided oh, I, I wanted a whole new look and clean cut for mm-hmm. the pilot shoot that we shot for Tag's podcast. And I went on back to the date that I went on. The initial date I went on, he had seen me with the caterpillar mustache before, yeah, and was like, "Oh, well, now we're seeing each other in light, and I'm not blowing him." Yeah, and we're wearing clothes. Mm-hmm. You know, interesting concept. A
3: lot of factors.
1: And he was like, "Oh, you didn't, you don't, you shaved." And it was, I mean, he was fine with it, but you could tell there was a little like, "Oh," <laughs> and but then. Other people on Facebook were like, love the clean-shaven look. Right. So you just can never please
2: anybody you with can. that You stuff. have to yeah. do what you yourself. Want. Yeah, for yourself. It's
3: part of the reason I shaved, because I had a handlebar mustache. I had AirPods in. I was wearing a hat, and I was wearing my glasses, and I literally felt like my f- face was housing way too many things. Like in the way I had of to itself. just get rid of it all. Like, yeah. like, Give me a moment.
1: Yeah, there was a point where I was wearing too much jewelry. Jeremy can attest to that. And it was <laughs> like, okay, let's then the braids that I had. Yeah. Yeah. Let's like, take that Chanel statement. Exactly. Like, when you're
3: ready to go out, take off one thing, right. and then you're really ready.
1: D- two totally. things for me. Okay. Yeah. But <laughs> Superstore, I don't know if you watched that, totally off topic, oh my God, but so funny. I love this show, Superstore with America Ferrara. And they were. They had a whole joke about that. About this um, Garrett, the character of Garrett has a. He's African American and has a beard, and they accused him. The reason you have your beard is because you're covering for your weak chin. And <laughs> oh, no. I, that's no. horrible. And he, it, it created a whole complex in his head, and people are really personal about the facial hair. They thing. Are. Yeah, and not just the person that has the facial hair. Your, I say your audience, Because yeah. it's almost like your audience.
3: Oh no, people say to me, "Oh my God, why do you, sh- you you actually have a nice face? Why do you grow facial hair?" And it's like, what?
2: It's just that's hair. an
3: interesting comment. Like, yeah. what is? Yeah, and
2: it's coming back. I mean, it's been back. Yeah, right. it's I like mean, it, it is comes what it back is. eventually.
1: Right. Exactly. Um, Moving on, there was a new rule to get into a little bit of seriousness, but we should know about this stuff. In the wake of what's going on in the White House and the impeachment trials, Mike Pence has been gloating over new anti-LGBTQ ruling that would penalize people. uh, It's a new rule uh, for adopting, you know what, let me just say this again. Hold on.
3: By the way, earlier when you showed him that text, mm-hmm. I was making a point, and I literally sound like I'm having a stroke. So when you go and read, re-record, like when you um, listen to Should it, I, can I just listen to it out? and either take I it want out? Your point in there, or, but I don't know what my point. I think my point that I actually got to eventually, but I <laughs> I was trying to watch, and I went.
1: Whoa. So there's okay. So there's a new ruling out that. Is under the Trump administration, and I like to bring up some of these topics for ourselves it's and our audience. And we need because to know things mm-hmm. are. We're in current impeachment trials uh, right now, or not even trials, investigative trials, and things are happening underneath the radar that we never know about. And one of the things is under the Trump administration, str- there is a new ruling that would essentially allow government funded agencies to that allow adoption mm-hmm. to discriminate if you're lgbtq so in other words if you jeremy and i were a couple and we wanted to have a child okay not gonna happen but <laughs> and we went to an agency yeah under this new ruling they would be able to discriminate against us and say no because Why? Because we're gay. And that's going, things like this are happening. There's a million other things that I could talk about, but this is one of the many Mm -hmm. that are happening every single day and like crazy, right? Well, this is what, you know, in
3: 2016 when people were saying, oh, if Trump gets elected, what's the worst that can happen? Well, we're seeing it. And we're seeing it on a daily basis. And before we started recording this show, we talked about this a little bit. And you, Stephen, brought up this point, which I think is really key. And also why this podcast is so effective and being listened to by more and more people every day. Because we have a sense of reality and conversation that helps soothe us in these times. Mm -hmm. And these times are the times where Mike Pence and the Trump administration is limiting our rights. And Saturday night live is putting up a skit with a train and a ghost and an eggplant. Mm -hmm. And there's singers out there that are singing songs about poppers and there's jokes that are being made. Like we're all mainstream and we're all getting along great and everything's fine. But in our government, we're stepping back and back and back. And we knew the pendulum had to swing when gay marriage passed, when so many things were going in our favor the black under the mm-hmm. Obama administration. And now it's swinging the other way. And to me, it burns more and more every day. Mm-hmm. So hopefully it'll swing back. Hopefully everyone will get out there and vote. Hopefully things will change in our favor, but thank you for the podcast. I'm honored to be included, but also for bringing up topics like this, because we need to know, Mm -hmm. even if we can't do anything about it, other than vote, we need to tell people these things are happening. Mm -hmm. There's
1: another statistic out there about percentile of people that young kids that need to be adopted that are LGBT. And I also say this, and I know it's a little controversial that, you know, I've never been into the surrogacy thing. Like if I ever had a partner, I and i know it's controversial to say yeah, that we had
2: that talk last night. i okay. don't
1: feel that i feel like i'm gay and there's so many children that need homes and i just feel the same way about animals that why go to a breeder or right. you can go to an adoption agency and i know it's people are no, not going to like that. that
3: no don't back that up that is your vision but That that is the truth i've I completely agree with you. But if you want, I'm not going to limit well, them from doing it. Exactly. Or Unless you are. No, I I'm
1: not. And, of course, everybody gets to do what everybody wants to do. And I know, I'm sure a lot of the people that go to surrogacies, gay people that go to surrogacies, is that... Why can't we do that? That's our right just as much as anybody else.
3: Or a Mormon family having 30 children, if that's what they want to do. I personally think we're overpopulated.
1: I think think that too. Come on. And that's that's why I think when adoption, and we're already a marginalized, okay, not so much anymore, but we're gay. And Mm. why, if you really want to parent, you could do so much good by adopting you know, perhaps maybe you were marginalized and now you can help a child that needs a home. But under this current ruling, you may or may not have that option. And then you might have to do the surrogacy thing. And well, Which costs so much money. So, oh, my God. You know,
3: it's all... Uh, listen, I've said this for a long time. I never had this big dying need to have a child. But if I find the right person, which I have, and we decide that our bond... And our relationship is so strong that we wanted to raise a child because we're that strong as a couple. Mm-hmm. I think that's the reason any couple should have a child is because yeah. their bond and mm-hmm. their values and their their way of living is so strong that they want to bring another child into the world. I would personally adopt a child from Madonna's orphanage in Africa because that would be my passion mixed with a child who needs a home. And hopefully
1: everyone's putting that much thought into it. Exactly. Exactly. Any other thoughts on that before we leave Jeremy
2: on No, that? I mean, I, we talked about it last night. I, would, I really would want one of both. I would really want a like a byproduct of myself and I would want to adopt. I'd really want... Oh, you, I mean, you I did say that. I wouldn't have an only child just because I really do like to give someone a sibling but I really would want one of both, and do you that's have a just honest yourself? answer. I do. You do? I have so that's four, important. I have three brothers. Oh, nice. Yeah.
3: I'm an only child, so it's oh, a different. Okay.
1: Oh, here we yeah. go. Now we know. No. <laughs> <laughs> this explains everything.
3: <laughs> I also have a one-eyed Yorkie, so I don't think I'm adopting oh, a child anytime did soon because she's a her? handful. Yeah, I've, I've had three dogs in New York, four dogs. One I brought from San Francisco, and three I had here, oh. and they were all shelter dogs. And shelter dogs are the
1: They're the best They're the best (laughs) They're the best best. Um, Let's finish with this story It's an interesting story Do you guys know about that thing where you can inject your balls with silicon Or excuse me, saline Silicon's illegal um but have you heard of that to make guys balls like engorged and you maybe you've seen it I've him. seen
2: it it looks terrible i think but i mean some people like it i didn't realize it but it's a fetish it's part of the
1: for some people it's to part of to look really really big to have really big balls it's part of the bdsm culture too because apparently when you inject it with the saline you know if if you smack your balls it can hurt but you don't feel as much pain, apparently, when oh, you inject it. But it's controversial, obviously, because there can be complications. Obviously, you're in your testes area. Yeah. And there was a recent story in Australia, unfortunately, about a guy who was... I didn't... He was, had six... A 6 tet. He was, like, a part of a... Not a thruple. F- six guys six. were in a relationship. Wow. And they were all in a BDSM relationship, And the one that died, (laughs) one of them died because he had saline injected in his scrotum by a more dominant guy in the relationship. And they just kept pumping it and pumping it. Oh, I thought we were talking
2: about like medically done. You're talking about like at home? Yes, yes, you can get it. And people, I don't know if it's... Oh, that does not sound good. No. I thought you really meant to, I thought it was like aesthetically like... Filler, or something that you get done. Well, like- it is all
1: of that. I think. Oh, okay. But, people are doing filler. To yeah. your point, we'll talk just in a second about whether we like it or not. And you are not putting botulism in my balls. Just right. to be clear There's even that. But the story, unfortunately, goes: what, this guy died because that's they horrible. they injected so much. So the parents of the guy that's in this six, six mm-hmm. tet or whatever are suing the other five guys in the relationship. Wow. But, and we'll see how it goes. There's a lot of layers to this story. Yeah, it seems like there's a lot going there on. There is a there. lot of layers to the story. I mean, but it's the, a lot of people. But at the core, <laughs> what we know, I, I, all three of us actually, is in the BDSM culture, everything is in agreement. In other words, people don't do anything in, to each other unless there's consent. Mm-hmm. And we know that from our friend Safe Master Joshua. remember that. Yeah. But, Right. Even for our shoot, we had Master Joshua, who's been on the show several times, br- ask if he could bring his slave who mm-hmm. was out of town, It was a client of his. But within their parameters and everything we've ever learned about the BDSM culture, it's mm-hmm. all very, you know, within that parameter, in agreement, everyone's on the same page. This one, it's interesting that the parents you know, are suing because maybe the boy allowed this to happen to him, and unfortunately it went to a... All, you know, yeah, a final moment that's not good, but I don't know, it's crazy, right? I mean, well,
3: just because you agree to something, does it mean you agree with it? I mean, you gave consent, great, <clears throat> but it still killed somebody. like you yeah. know what I mean, like that's a big thing to swallow especially for the family. That's so even if they That's knew, what I was
2: saying if it was part of that fetish no for you. No, pun intended. I would probably No, I didn't want to go there. I was going to but <laughs> If it was part of the fetish for you that much, I think I would probably get it done professionally if you no, really wanted. No, but it's wanted. part about
3: that person doing it to them. Oh, I it think. is
2: and I I, I would think that's, that that's that's part of but the also, sexual Jeremy,
3: part. Of I it? mean,
1: who's professionally giving Saline solutions to people. Honey, people you, are doing
3: Trimax. Yeah, they're filling their dick like and stuff. That Trimax thing, go to Provincetown on Bear Week. It's like you get flyers for people who will come to your hotel room and shoot you with Trimax.
1: We had them as a sponsor here, Rev, and it was essentially Trimax, but. Did I say
3: max? I'm sorry. I don't know how to really say it. But
1: in that instance, at least with when we had them on the show Mm -hmm. as a sponsor, a medical doctor showed us how to inject the penis. And although it sounds creepy and scary, he taught us you have to have them teach you first before you do the injection and before you get the medication. And he also had to do a whole... Q and a on on your health to determine if you were a right candidate for this, this I'm not cool. sure that this is really you're getting you're going
2: to a medical professional for this and you have to be careful for oh no i just i didn't know if it was something cosmetic
3: right well, no we, i understand where you were yeah.
1: well so interesting it got that's i think what I wanted to talk a little bit about is that you know it's unfortunate what happened to him <clears> but it's a little bit of both, mm-hmm. right? Because it's uh, it's cosmetic. Because I know a lot of I've heard some of those guys like to walk around, and they get off on. And I was reading some of the commentary. You know how people are so nasty on some of the comment when you read some of these articles. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately. horrible. I know, and they're saying, "Oh, just another example of an insecure gay guy who, you know, has to walk around with a big package." But what I in digging a little deeper, I realized that it's part. It may be that, but it's also a fetish, and part of the fetish is maybe a dominant injecting the saline into the subordinate, and they have their understanding of it. Like I mentioned before, you're able to kind of hit the balls. The dominant could be hitting the balls in when they're in the confines of their world. And you can withstand the pain a little bit more than you could if you just didn't Originally, have that. yeah. Right. And saline also goes away. What is illegal is silicon, and that's why this guy died. Silicon doesn't go away as mm-hmm. quickly, and that's how this guy... Ultimately. I think it also
2: is free form. So I think it does. I, I'm not a medical professional, but I think it can you travel and it. give you uh infection. Yes, exactly. And I think Jeremy. that that's what makes it dangerous. That's what it's, they said. I don't know. I don't believe that it's not biodegradable. So it's not something that breaks down over time. Well, it's like boobs. It travels right.
1: or a
3: fake butt. Yeah. Right.
2: Or yeah. I mean, I don't know when it comes to that area. I
1: don't want to play around Me with either. that area. No. Even though but we that, did,
3: but people do. I mean, there's people. Listen, gay men have been in sticking needles in places for longer than we've been on
2: this. Part. That's why I was saying, from the cosmetic right? route, like, I've seen on. an injected dick before. That was like it was not very like it. He wasn't a big guy naturally, but it was fully injected to look like it was bigger. And it, but not the balls. I'm it's talking like the about the shaft.
1: No, I've, I've heard of injected that too.
2: Where you could tell that it wasn't, he wasn't born like that. And
1: apparently, straight guys do it too. And there's clinics here. You can go to your doctor here. And it's a lot of money mm-hmm. to do that, what you're talking about, Jeremy. I might be but, wrong,
3: but I think it started in the porn industry.
1: Probably. Hey. People were doing
3: it in the porn yeah. industry. And then it's, it, it, spilled out from there
1: have you guys seen just from a cosmetic side have you seen guys walking around say on a cruise or wherever with they look like they have this huge sack have you seen that and what Mm -hmm. do you guys think about that i just
3: think it looks uncomfortable and they have a problem (laughs) like it's a medical problem to me it just seems uncomfortable and like oh i hope he's okay like if you did that on purpose cool Right. Not into it. Don't really understand it. Hope you're fine, but to me, whenever I've seen it, it's like I hope you're getting treatment for that. Is I my autumn, it's not hot to yeah. me. I think it's it looks like, like
2: it's in the way, little, yeah. because sometimes it really is that big. I've seen it before, and it's like it looks like it actually takes up too much space where you like your legs walk. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Like it's sometimes that huge and exaggerated. And I've seen it at IML and MAL. Those are the things where I like it a little bit.
1: I like a big package, so I mean, my eyes (laughs) are definitely a big
2: package. But I don't like a distorted
3: package.
1: (laughs) True, yeah. That's all I'm for me. It reminds other
3: things can be distorted in that area and not distorted.
1: It does remind me though. Back in the day in L.A. when I lived there, there was a guy I dated that. Really talked up his balls Like he had the most Huge ball sack ever And I said really And he said no It runs in my family My brother My cousins We all have these Huge ball sacks And I'm like Okay it was None, no saline, no nothing. It was monstrous balls, <laughs> but he also talked about how it ached at times, and his brother <laughs> said the same thing because you're walking around with that thing, right. and it's almost like women with big boobs. No, it it's, makes sense. Your back might hurt, yeah. And this is the same to thing too. But it was hot to me, and when of it, like, it hit was. my ass when he fucked me, I was all about it. I of course you were. No, I wasn't mad at yeah. it, but I would want people to be careful and know what you're getting into on mm-hmm. some of these fetishes is because I think it could be detrimental anytime you're injecting anything you know read the fine print I don't know do your due diligence Mm -hmm. but
3: there's a lot of different things in that realm oral asphyxiation like things that can go backwards very quickly so just be careful
1: Absolutely. No
3: judgment. Nope. Just be careful.
1: Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you for getting into it with me. This has been a lot of fun. Again, we are going to be December 14th. We will be at Barba Salon on 19th Street here in New York City. And at two o'clock Eastern's time, come say hi to us. And we are going strong all the rest of this year, so mm-hmm. keep following us and listening to us. Follow us at tags podcast. And in the meantime,
2: continue having hot, hot gay, gay sex. sex.
0: Baseball fans, BetMGM is giving you the chance to win a prize every day during the baseball season. Step into the batter's box for BetMGM Swing for the Fences free-to-play game. Pick any area of the strike zone and take your best swing. If you get a single, double, triple, or home run, you'll receive a prize. Smash a home run to collect a bonus bet on us. Just log into your BetMGM sports account to get started. Then visit your promotion section to access the Swing for the Fences free to play game. You'll score a prize if you hit a single, double, triple, or home run. There's nothing more exciting than going yard. So swing for the fences with the king of sportsbooks. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. Must be 21 plus and present in Ohio. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards vary depending on the market and expire 24 hours from issuance. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park.